0: hi guys it's claire and this is body birth and beyond this is the no bullshit fitness meets midwifery podcast that you need in your life if you are currently trying to conceive if you're pregnant or if you've recently had a baby so grab yourself a cuppa and get stuck in because boy have i got some content for you Hi guys, welcome back to episode 7, this is Body, Birth and Beyond and I'm Claire. So thanks for coming, thanks for listening, I really appreciate all of the little listens that I get. Um, Starting a new podcast is hard sometimes because it can sometimes be a bit of a slow burner so anyone who's listening, I really appreciate you and if you know anyone who you think would benefit from this, I would love for you to share it, share it on your social media, share it with your friends and family, however you can, Like it would really help me so thanks anyway in this one I'm going to talk about um like how quickly you should be looking to lose your quote-unquote baby weight and like bouncing back that sort of thing but before I get into it I just wanted to kind of just reiterate what I'm doing here um I did talk about this in the first get to know me episode but I had a question on Instagram Yes. Did not yesterday, the day before, but I think I answered it yesterday. Uh, and it was about, a woman had messaged me asking me about the what could she do f- because the her baby's growth was restricted essentially. And she'd been prescribed aspirin to take once a day, which is normal. If you have any kind of fetal growth restriction, if your baby is kind of plotting under where we expect it to be in a normal range for you, you, get, you often get prescribed aspirin. Aspirin is a blood thinner, so it helps basically uh, perfuse the placenta better, so you get more nutrient-rich and oxygen-rich blood to the placenta, and then therefore to your baby. And she asked me what else she could do to help, um, and the answer that I gave was that I couldn't give her an answer. And this is because I don't know this woman, I, didn't, I don't know any of her risk factors in her pregnancy specifically. Um, I don't know why her baby is growth restricted. I don't know what else is going on. So therefore, I don't know what would be safe to advise her. I've obviously talked about the benefits of exercise throughout pregnancy. And the research and studies show that women who exercise throughout pregnancy have a lower risk of having a small baby because actually exercise is found to promote the amount of well-functioning placental tissue that you have but for example if this woman is if they're looking at the baby's growth already she's going to be somewhere in her kind of late second trimester perhaps her third trimester of pregnancy if she's not exercised all the way through and I said to her well actually exercise could help with this I don't know what else is going on in her pregnancy that actually might be a contraindication for exercise and also the research says exercise like from the beginning of pregnancy has been shown to have those positive effects so I, I answered the question and I said unfortunately I can't give you an answer you need to go back and speak to your midwife and or obstetric team because I don't know the specific risk factors you have in your pregnancy and what I'm not doing is practicing as a midwife through social media or via this podcast. it. I'm, I'm not insured to do so, it wouldn't be ethical for me to do so. Um, what I am doing is coaching women with their health and fitness during pregnancy and in the postnatal period, and using my midwifery expertise in line with that to make sure that I'm keeping all of my clients as safe as possible and doing the best by them, their pregnancy and their baby. Um, so if I ever get a question that actually really needs to be asked to your midwife, to your obstetric team, I will always refer you back to them. I cannot give you specific, like, medical advice about your pregnancy because, as I said, like, I don't know the ins and outs of it, it wouldn't be ethical for me to do so. So I just wanted to kind of, like, make that clear. I don't want anyone ever to think that I'm being... Um, what's the right word here? I don't know, like evasive maybe. I was a bit concerned yesterday that when I wrote the response, I was obviously very kind in my delivery of it, but I was a little bit worried that people might think like, oh well, you know, she's being difficult because she doesn't want to answer that, but actually just it wouldn't be right for me to answer that sort of thing. If anyone ever asks me another question like that, I will come back with the same answer. I don't being I don't mind being asked those questions but i will never be able to answer them probably in the way that you want me to um and it's very different like i have two different hats when i go to work and i'm practicing as a midwife at the hospital that i work in and somebody asks me questions like that i am able to access all of their pregnancy notes talk about their pregnancy care with them look at the risk factors liaise with the obstetric team that's there and do my midwifery but that's not essentially what i'm doing here i am pre and postnatal coaching here and i have the added benefit of midwifery expertise that i can use in my coaching that is going to make sure that the women that i that that are my clients are really well looked after and yeah are safe but there there has to be like a clear line and a clear boundary and i can't cross that if that makes sense i hope that makes sense anyway now that that's out the way let's get into the episode today so a few people have asked me about losing weight after you have your baby and like, how quickly can it be done? And still there's this pressure of like bouncing back after you have a baby. And I think it probably still comes, it's maybe some of it is internal pressure. I don't know. Um, I did have a question from a woman the other day actually, who was wanting to lose some lose some weight. She was only three weeks postnatal. Um, and she said in the question that like, actually it was, it was coming from her, it wasn't any external pressure. So sometimes it is internal pressure or maybe not pressure, maybe that's just her goal. Um, but I think there is still a lot of like external stuff. As humans, we're really bad at commenting on other people's bodies. Like when you're pregnant, so many people will say to you, oh my God, look how big you are like what a fucking silly thing to say of course i'm fucking getting big i'm growing a whole human inside me you know and it's really not helpful i've spoken to so many women who've been so upset by comments that they've had during pregnancy so but yeah as humans we're just really bad at commenting on people's appearance people's size and it's just really not helpful so a lot of that pressure comes from that i also think a lot of pressure comes from seeing like celebrities and maybe it sounds a bit cliche now because people do talk about it a lot but I still think I do really think it's a thing you know celebrities having babies and then just looking fucking great afterwards what you have to remember is that your life is not the same as somebody who is like a multi-millionaire okay you are not Kim Kardashian so I know that her last two children were born via surrogate but like her first two she carried um If you think about like when jennifer lopez had her baby that sort of thing you do not have their life and they do not have your life kim kardashian and jennifer lopez and all of the other celebrities that have babies and quote unquote bounce back afterwards can potentially afford to have a personal trainer on hand whenever they want one probably a chef to cook for them to cook meals for them to make sure that they're eating within a certain energy range which means that they're gonna either maintain the body that they've got or potentially lose body fat if that's what they want to do they're gonna have help way more help than than like your average joe would in terms of childcare. they'll be able to afford like full-time nannies live-in nannies that sort of thing so You have to remember that like there is a stark difference between the life of a celebrity that you see and how they appear to bounce back afterwards. And your life that you're living where you maybe can't afford any help around the house or childcare. You can't afford to have a full-time chef who cooks you your really nutritionally dense beneficial meals every day. And you can't afford to have a personal trainer come to your house every day of the week to get you to work out in your home gym that you've built because you've got fucking millions of pounds. And the other bit to this is that we only see the snippets. Remember that the media, whether it's social media, whether it's news outlets, magazines, whatever it is that you're looking at, they are mere snippets of people's lives. And don't tell us the full story at all even reality shows even people's you know if you watch like the kardashians or anything like that that's still just a snippet of someone's life there is still probably what, that maybe is like 20% of what you see and there's another whole 80% behind the scenes that you don't see. And we don't see the pressures that these other women are under. We don't see whether or not they're actually able to cope with that and how they're doing mentally. Like having a baby is a huge transitional part of your life, physically, emotionally, mentally. And postnatal depression is a very real thing. And, you know, we often don't know how... Other women suffer or not mentally after they've had a baby. Also, a lot of these celebrities that, not that you feel pressure directly from them, but you probably feel pressure from the newspapers and the press and the Instagram stuff that is posted about them, right? But they will feel a huge amount of pressure as well. Like, imagine being in that spotlight and feeling like, fuck, fuck. I'm going to have my body ripped to shreds by these absolute vultures, unless it looks quote unquote perfect in like the media's eyes. So switch off from all that noise first and foremost, because external pressure is not going to help you in any way, shape or form. If you have any really annoying family members or like neighbors that are just gobby and nosy and comment on your body, feel free just to tell them to fuck off. Like, I am all about being polite and, you know, I don't like conflict. I don't think it's okay just to be rude for the sake of being rude. But I do think that we sometimes need to stand up for ourselves a bit more. And when someone puts you in an awkward position, an awkward situation, and comments on your body when it's not appropriate to do so, it's okay to be like, actually, like what you just said was really rude. And flip it round and make them feel a bit more awkward because then maybe they'll start changing their behavior and then maybe they won't say shit like that anymore and then once you've switched off from like external pressure if you feel any sort of internal pressure really have a talk with yourself about okay like what is it that you want to achieve and why do you want to achieve it is it because you want to feel really good because you want to show up at your best And you want to be able to have more capacity to deal with everything else in your life, in which case that's fine. If the internal pressure is I want to be the smallest I can possibly be and I hate this body that I'm now in, then that needs to change somehow. We need to look at kind of reframing that. And one way that you can do that is like your body has grown this baby for you, your body is incredible, you've grown and you've birthed a whole fucking human and that doesn't happen without change but it doesn't mean that your body will look that way or be that way forevermore. you can do things that will help your body get back to a place where you felt stronger and fitter um, and you felt differently about your body again but essentially there's no like right or wrong answer to this when people say like oh how long does it take it takes as long as you want it to i would if when you've just had a baby like particularly if you're breastfeeding i would never ever recommend going absolutely ham on the old fat loss if like that's your goal um because you want to make sure that you are being mindful of like your milk supply and the energy that you have in order to feed your baby and also it's taken a long time for your body to get to that place like you've it's taken nine months for you to grow that baby and birth that baby and all those physiological changes to happen so it's okay that it's gonna take a while to get back to somewhere near where it was before. So I would always say like take it slow, take a more relaxed approach and don't put too much pressure on yourself because not only would you be having to think about that but you're also thinking about the new baby that you have. And if if this isn't your first baby, perhaps you have other children at home, toddlers who also need a lot of attention as well as maybe like if you don't have very much maternity leave, or perhaps you're self-employed, so you don't get any maternity leave at all. Like all of these things you have to juggle and think about. So it's about putting it in perspective and taking it at a pace that's right for you. There's absolutely no right or wrong answer here, It's but it's just got to be right for you. And I think I've probably said this in every episode so far, so broken record, but I'll always talk about this shit because this is really important. If you want to focus on getting yourself healthy after you've had a baby, or even while you're pregnant, focusing on nutrition is the best place you can start. Like focusing on nutrition and basic movement. So eating a fuck ton of fruit and veg, having a good amount of protein with every meal, not eating shitloads of really like highly processed, ultra sugary, ultra fatty foods, uh, making sure that you're getting enough whole foods, nuts, seams, legumes, beans, pulses, that sort of thing. And eating until you're full and then not past fullness is something that can be really helpful for kind of managing weight gain slash weight loss. It's a very underrated tip, actually. It's really difficult to do. Um, but if you can tune into your hunger cues and not allow yourself to eat past the point that you're full, that will be a massive thing. And then, of course, as I mentioned as well, like the gentle movement. So... When you feel like you can get out for a walk, you can do about a thousand steps in 10 minutes. I've worked this out from walking around my teeny tiny house. So I know that when I'm outside, if I go for a 20 minute walk, I'm probably looking at two and a half thousand steps. Obviously after you've just had a baby, depending on what type of birth you've had, you might need to take it really slow. So starting small and working it up is fine. But in the morning, if you decided, you know, after like a good few weeks and you're feeling stronger and you wanna push yourself a bit more, you could go out in the morning, put your baby in a sling or put your baby in the pram and go out for a 45 minute walk. That's going to be like 5000 steps. That's going to be already halfway to 10K steps. And obviously, I we always talk about 10K steps being the gold standard. If you want to know why, let me know and I can kind of explain it. It's not that it's any kind of magic number, but it's just kind of a nice place to aim for in terms of your metabolic health but i can elaborate on that if you want me to but but that would be half of your steps and and just focusing on those sorts of things so your nutrition and then basic movement and hydrating yourself properly you will feel so much better and the most important thing is how you feel not how you look or how big or small your body is and when you focus on feeling good you have more capacity to deal with everything else and you have more brain space and you have more emotional energy. And probably as a byproduct of all of that, you will see changes that you've been hoping to see in the way your body looks as well. So don't focus on how your body's looking, focus on how it's feeling. But that the byproduct of that will be your body looking different and that's when you know that you're doing it the right way because you're not solely focused or driven by aesthetics now it's obviously absolutely okay to have an aesthetic goal to want to look a certain way there's nothing wrong with that but it's just when it's solely driven by that that's when you can come across difficulties and your journey is not so enjoyable um and I think it can affect you a bit more negatively, like on an emotional level. So, essentially, how quickly should you be losing weight or bouncing back after you've had your baby? The answer is it's entirely up to you. Get rid of the external noise and the external pressures. Question your internal goals and your internal pressures and work out what it is that you really want and how best you can do that, making small sustainable changes that are gonna fit into your new busy life as a mum that aren't gonna add to your stress, but actually give you more capacity for everything else. And if you'd like any help at all, whether you just want a casual chit chat with me, or if you're interested in coaching, because I am now offering one-to-one coaching for prenatal and postnatal mums, So come and get in touch with me. You can DM me on Instagram. I'm always happy to chat to people. Or you can visit my website where you can directly WhatsApp me from there. And I will link all of that in the show notes. But if you keep listening, there will be details of where you can find those places as well. Thank you so much. Love to you all. And I will see you in the next one. If you're interested to know more about body, birth and beyond, then come and find me on Instagram at bodybirthbeyond and slide into my DMs for a little chat or visit my website, coachedbyclaire.com. Both will be linked in the show notes.